quickly. Look, the idea that the stock market is booming is his only measure of what's happening. Where I come from in Scranton and Claymont, the people don't live off of the stock market. Just in the, uh, just in the last three, uh, three years during this crisis, so the, the billionaires in this country made, according to the Three years Street, of seven hundred billion more dollars. Seven hundred billion more dollars, because that's his only measure. What happens to the ordinary people out there? What happens to them? Let's talk about what's happening on Capitol Hill. We're going to move on. Four hundred one k's are through the roof. We're going to move on. Stock are through the roof, right. and he doesn't come from Scranton. That's like one of the, he lived there for a short period gonna, of time before okay, he even knew it. For the record, 45% of Americans do not own stocks in any way, shape, or form. 55%, the majority do. I did not know 45% 45% of Americans do not own stocks. Well, 55% is a majority. A majority of Americans do own stocks. They see Washington fighting over a relief bill. Mr. President, why haven't you been able to get them the help they need? 30 seconds. Nancy. Because Nancy Pelosi doesn't want to approve that's it. Right. I do. But you're the president. That's right. I do, but I still have to get her. Unfortunately, yep. that's one of the reasons yep. I think we're going to take over the House because of her. Nancy Pelosi doesn't want to approve anything because she'd love to have some victories on a date called November 3rd. Nancy Pelosi does not want to approve it. We are ready, willing, and able to do something. Don't forget, we've already approved three plans, and it's gone through, including the Democrats, in all fairness. This one she doesn't want. It's near the election because she thinks it helps her politically. I think it hurts her politically. All right, Mr. Well, Vice President, you know, The Republican leader in the, in, the, in the United States Senate said he can't pass it. He will not this is true. Pass. This is all about McConnell. It has not nothing to do with, votes. I mean... Why ain't he talking to his Republican The White House has agreed to $2.2 trillion. We made a Biden, deal because let me, let me ask Vice President Biden a question. You are the leader of the Democratic Party. Why have you not pushed the Democrats to get a deal? There you the go. American Good question. Well, I have, and they have pushed it. Look, they passed this act all the way back in the beginning of the summer. For three point something like trillion. It's, new. it's gigantic. It's been out there. This HEROES Act has been sitting there. And look at what's happening. When I was in charge of the Recovery Act with $800 billion, I was able to get $145 billion, billion for local communities that have to balance their budgets and states that have to balance their budgets and then have to fire fire they have to fire firefighters, teachers, first responders, law enforcement officers, so they can keep their cities and counties running. He will not support that. They have not done a thing for them. And Mitch McConnell said, let them go bankrupt. Let them go bankrupt. Come on. What's the matter the with this? Mitch McConnell did say, let the states go back. Why can't McConnell and Pelosi speak? High crime. Why can't because they speak? Because they're, they're the Republicans won't agree to it, anything with a two point. It was a way of getting two point a lot anything of trillion dollar price tag. Trump said he wanted a two trillion though. Well, I know, but he wants to get elected. From our people's pockets. You don't believe him? People that come into our Oh, I think he would sign it. I think he would sign two point whatever trillion. What he said, three trillion? I'd love to help him. No, no, they, that does, the, no everybody it's not, all over the world it's not, will start pouring it, into it, our country. This is not Mnuchin and Pelosi. This is not the White House and Pelosi. This is McConnell. This was a way of spending on things that had nothing to do with COVID, as per your question. But it was really a big bailout for badly run Democrat cities and states. All right, I want to. If I get elected, I'm not going to. I'm running as a proud Democrat, but I'm going to be an American president. I don't see red states and blue states. What I see is American, United States. And folks, every single state out there finds themselves in trouble. They're gonna start laying off, whether they're red or blue, cops, firefighters, first responders, because teachers, because they have to balance their budget. And the founders were smart. They allowed the federal government to deficit spend to compensate for the United States of America.
I want to talk about the minimum wage, gentlemen. Mr. Vice President, we are talking a lot about struggling small businesses yes. and business owners these days. Do you think this is the right time to ask them to raise the minimum wage? You, of course, support a $15 federal minimum wage. I do, because I think one of the things we're going to have to do is we're going to have to bail them out, too. We should be bailing them out now, those small businesses. You got one in six of them going under. They're not going to be able to make it back. They passed a, pre a, a package that allows us to be able to call PPP. Money is supposed to go to help them do everything from organize how they can deal with their businesses being open safely. D d schools, how they can make classrooms smaller, yep. how they can hire more teachers, how they can put ventilation systems in. They need the help. The businesses as well as the schools need the help. But this, these guys will not help them. It's not giving them any of the money. We are going to move so on to immigration, one, one very quickly, but I want to get He said we have reaction. to help our small businesses by raising the minimum wage. That's not helping. But I think I, it should be a state option. Alabama is different than New York. New York is different from Vermont. Every state is different. It should be a state you, option. You said very we recently. We have to help. It's very important. We have to help our small businesses. You, you How said, are you helping your small businesses when you're forcing wages? What's going to happen and what's been proven to happen is when you do that, these small businesses fire many of their employees. You said recently true, you would consider raising the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour. You said recently you would consider raising the federal minimum wage to $15 I, an hour. Really is like, that still the case? And I would consider it. And to an extent, but in a what I really like, what I re in a second administration, but not to a level that's going to put all these businesses out of business. It should be a state option. Look, every in different places, I know different places. They're all different. Some places, fifteen dollars is not so bad. In other places, other states, fifteen dollars. Okay, would be President ruinous. Trump. Thank no, you. Quick no response, Vice President Biden. Two jobs, one job, be below poverty. People are making six, seven, eight bucks an hour. These first responders, we all clap for as they come down the street because they've allowed us to make it. What's happening? They deserve a minimum wage of $15. Anything below that puts you below the poverty level. And there is no evidence that when you raise the minimum wage, businesses go out of business. That is simply not true. We're going to talk no about immigration. Soul. We're going to talk about immigration now, gentlemen. And we're going to talk about families within this context. Mr. President, your administration separated children from their parents at the border, at least 4,000 kids. You've since reversed your zero tolerance policy, but the United States can't locate the parents of more than 500 children. So how will these families ever be reunited? Children are brought here by coyotes and lots of bad people, cartels. And they're brought here, and they used to use them to get into our country. Mm -hmm. We now have as strong a border as we've ever had. We're over 400 miles of brand new wall. You see the numbers. And we let people in, but they have to come in legally, and they come in through America. But Maryland. how will you reunite these kids you, with their families, let me just tell you, Mr. President? They built cages. You know, they used to say, I built the cages. And then they had a picture in a certain I newspaper. And it was a picture of these horrible like cages. And not. they said, look at these cages. <laughs> President Trump built them. And then it was determined they were built in 2014. That That's was right. him. Do you they have a plan cages. to reunite the kids? Yes, we're working family? on it very, we're, we're trying very hard. But a lot of these kids come out without the parents. They come over through cartels and through coyotes this, and through gangs. Vice President Biden, let me bring you into this conversation. This Quick response and then another question to you. These 500 plus kids came with parents. They separated them at the border to make it a disincentive to come to begin with. They, real tough, we're really strong. And guess what? They cannot, it's not coyotes didn't bring them over, their parents 
were with them. They got separated from their parents. And it makes us a laughing stock and violates every notion of who we are as a nation. Let me ask you a follow-up question. They did it. We changed the policy. Your response they to did that? It. That's we true. changed did not they built the cages. They, who, who built the cages, let's, Joe? Let's talk about what who we're built talking the cages, about. Joe? Let's talk about what we're talking about. What happened? Parents were ripped, their kids were ripped from their arms and separated. And now they cannot find over 500 sets of those parents, and those kids are alone. Nowhere to go. Joe's Nowhere needed. to go. But Ricky, it's most criminal. of these families are from Central it's America. Criminal. Let me ask Chris, you. The immigration from Mexico has slowed down for the past few years. But, but, but what, so what, well what Biden is saying, I trust me, I don't feel a personal level. He's full of shit. Well, I know children come over alone. I know that. The majority of them are not coming over here with their parents. And I know it from a personal level. They're not coming with their parents. Oh, I know people who've paid the coyotes if they're here to bring their children. Of course, it happens all the time. That's the percentage of people come with their parents versus these coyotes. That's the way my parents got here. That's the way they got here. My, so grandma, my, my grandpa was already over here. Overhaul. Well, they come with uncles. Made a I, I, I lived it. Too long. He's, up, he's full of right. shit. I've lived it. So what percentage? Oh, I mean, it's not exactly hard, well, it hard data. Well, think about this. Are you going to go to another country, unstable, not knowing where you're going with your kids, or are you going to go over there first, get stable, and then send your kids? And that's how it works. And that's exactly how they do it. So to say that oh, I'm showing up with my kids, and we all got locked up, it's bullshit. It's not true. I know some people with their kids. No, no, bro. One percent. That little. Of course, bro. You don't know where you're going to live. Even if you get across where you're going to live. You go establish first. My grandpa came first. Then my grandma came, then the kids came. I can imagine. You're five years old. Your parents are taking you across the Rio Grande River. Your parents, bro. Stop lying. And it's illegal. And you say, oh, no, Mom, leave me here. I'm not going to go with you. Stop lying, They've bro. been here. Many of them are model citizens. Over 20,000 of them are first responders out there taking care of people during this crisis. We owe them. We owe them. Kristen, he had eight years to do what he said he That's was right. going to do. Yes, he did. And I've changed. Without having a specific no, you didn't, bro. You got rid of catch and release. We got rid of a lot of horrible things that they put in and that they lived with. But he had eight years he was vice president. He did nothing except build cages to keep children in. Vice President Biden, oh. your response. The catch and release, you know what he's talking about there? If in fact you had a family came across and they were arrested, they in fact were given a date to show up for their hearing. They were released. And guess what? They showed up for a hearing. And this is the first president in the history of the United States of America that's anybody seeking asylum has to do it in another country. That's never happened before in America. That's never happened before in America. You come to the United States and you make your case that I seek asylum based on the following on the following premise, why I deserve it under American law. They're sitting in squalor on the other side of the river. President Trump, uh, your response, so 30 important. seconds, and then we'll move It on. just shows that he has no understanding of immigration or the laws. Catch and release is a disaster. It is a disaster. A murderer would come in, a rapist would come in, a very bad person would come disaster. in. We would take their name. We have to release them into our country. That's right. And then you say they come back. Less than 1% of the people yes, come back. We have to send true. ICE out and Border true. Patrol out to find yes, them. Yes, it is true. We would say, come back in two years, three years. We're going to give you a court case. You need Perry Mason. We're going to give you a court case. When you say they come back, they don't come back, Joe. Yeah. They never come no, they back. Don't. 
Only the really, really I hate to say this, uh -oh. but those with the lowest IQ, they might come back. Okay, President Trump, let's give Vice President Biden that. a chance to respond, and then we're going to move on to the you next section. You don't know section. the law, Joe. Who's the Vice President IQ Biden, law? your response. No, the law, what he's telling you, is simply not true. Well, check, check it, it out. They don't come back. Check it out. Check it out. All right, okay, let's move on. But we don't have to worry about it because they terminated it, so we don't have to worry about let's it. Let's move right. on to the next section. You have 525 section. kids not knowing where in God's name they're going to be in Los You're going to keep using that, bro. You're right. full of shit. Let's talk about our so next section, stupid. which is race in Say America. Say what the 1,500 kids are missing. And I want to talk about they the way black missing. How tall is Trump? 6'2"? Part of that yeah, he's experience tall. is Biden something called right talk. <laughs> it happens her. regardless of class. <laughs> we got a bad angle. Parents who feel they have no choice but to prepare their children for the chance that they could be targeted, including by the police, for no reason other than the color of their skin. Mr. Vice President, in the next two minutes, I want you to speak directly to these families. Do you understand why these parents fear for their children? I do. I do. You know, my daughter yeah, is a social worker. And, You're uh, really going to talk about this after you create that 1993 crime bill? Really? incarcerated blacks? Trump will roast them on it. And you know, uh, one of the reasons why I ended up working on the east side of Wilmington, Delaware, which is 90% African American, everybody knows that. was to learn more about what was going on. What I didn't, I never had to tell my daughter, if she's pulled over, make sure she puts, for a traffic stop, put both hands on top of the wheel and don't reach for the glove box because someone may shoot you. But a black parent, no matter how wealthy or how poor they are, has to teach their child when you're walking down the street, don't have a hoodie on when you go across the street. Making sure that you, in fact, if you get pulled over, yes, yes, sir, no, sir, hands on top of the wheel, because you are, in fact, the victim, whether you're a person making 300000 a $300,000 a year person or someone who's on... On, on food stamps. The fact of the matter is, there is institutional racism in America. And we have always said, we've never lived up to it, that we hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women are created equal. But guess what? We have never, ever lived up to it, but we've always constantly been moving the needle further and further to inclusion, not exclusion. This is the first president to come along and says, that's the end of that. We're not going to do that anymore. We have to provide for economic opportunity, better education, better health care, better access to schooling, better access to opportunity to borrow money to start businesses. All the things we can do, and I've laid out a clear plan. People into, uh, President Trump, same question to you. Let me remind black. you of the question. I would like you to speak directly to these families. Do you understand why these parents fear for their children? Yes, I do. And again, he's been in government 47 years. He never did a thing except in 1994. That's right. When he did such harm to the black community. And they were called, and he called them super predators. That's right. Yes, he did. And he, he did. said that. He yes, said he did. super predators. It's on video. Don't lie, Biden. And they kept never lived that down. 1994, your crime bill, the super predators. Nobody has done more for the black right. community than Donald Trump. And if you look, with the black exception of Abraham Lincoln, possibly exception, but the exception of Abraham Lincoln, nobody has done what I've done. Criminal justice reform. Obama and Joe didn't do it. I don't even think they tried because they had no chance at doing it. They might have wanted to do it, 
But if you had to see the arms I had to twist to get that done, it was not a pretty picture. And everybody knows it, including some very liberal people that cried in my office. They cried in the Oval Office. <laughs> Two weeks later, they're out saying, gee, we have to defeat him. Criminal justice reform, prison reform, opportunity zones with Tim Scott, a great senator from South Carolina. He came in with this incredible idea for opportunity zones. It's one of the most successful yep. programs. People don't talk about it. That's Tremendous right. investment is being made. Biggest beneficiary the black and Hispanic communities. Yes, sir. And then historically black colleges and universities. Ten-year program After funding. three years of coming to the office, I love some of those guys. They were great. They came into the office and they said, I said, what are you doing? After three years, I said, why do you keep coming back? Because we have no funding. I said, That's you right. have to come back every year. We have to come back. Because President Obama would never give them long-term funding. Yep. And I did. Ten-year, Ten long-term funding. Yep. And I gave them more money than they asked for because That's they said, right. I think you need more. And I said, the only bad part about this is I may never see you again because I got very friendly mm. with them and they like me and I like them. But I saved it. Colleges and universities. Okay. And we're going to talk about both of your yes, records, but your you response right. to that, Vice My response to that is I never, ever said what he accused me of saying. You're such a liar, fact bro. Of the matter is, in 2000, You're such a liar. after the crime bill had been in, 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 in the law for a while, this is a guy who said, the problem with the crime bill, there's not enough people in jail. There's not enough people in jail. And go on my website, get the quote, the date, when he said it. Not enough people. We have he enough talked about of you marauding it, gangs, no young gangs, and the people who are going to maraud our cities. This is a guy who, in the Central Park Five, five innocent black kids, he continued to push for making sure that they got the death penalty. None of them were, none of them were guilty of what the crime that's that's true, crimes are. He wanted them put it over to America. And he he told America, he, we don't care. He did, we don't care fact, what they did or why they did it, that we created them. We need to court them off. I don't want them around my we kids. He said that in 1994. Sentences. It's on video. It's over on a thousand. court. The very law he's talking about is that's a law that's really bad. But this guy didn't put in a bill. This other idiot did. And secondly, we're in a situation here where newspaper. He put it on the laws. He put it on the laws, Adam. And newspaper laws, which would affect more people. There should be no, no minimum mandatories <laughs> in the law. That's no why way. I'm offering $20 billion to states to change their state laws to eliminate minimum mandatories. To do what? Well, instead of black people, no one should be going 50. to jail because they have a drug problem. They should be going to rehabilitation. Now you think they should go rehab. Oh, fundamentally change the system. That's right. First step back, bro. do it four years ago. Why didn't you do that four years exactly. ago, even less than that? Why exactly. didn't you do that? vice president. You keep talking about all these things you're going to do, and you're going to do this, but you were there just a short time yes. ago, and you guys did nothing. Exactly. You know, Joe, I, I ran because of you. I ran because of Barack Obama. Because <laughs> oh, you did a poor job. If I thought you did a good job, I would have never run. I would have never run. I ran because of you. I'm looking at you now. You're a politician. I ran because of you. All right, Vice President wow, Biden, your response wow. to that, and then I do have some yeah. questions for both of you. Well, I tell you what, I, uh, I hope he does look at me, because what's happening here is you know who I am. You know who he is. Oh, no, we sure don't. Don't you know his there. character. Don't even you know go. my character. Oh, God. Oh, really? You know our reputations for honor and telling the truth. I am anxious to have this race. I am anxious to see this take place. I am character of the country is on the ballot. Our characters in the battle. Trump. Look at his clip on this Let one. Let me ask some follow-up. Please respond, if and then we're going to have follow-up. If this stuff is true questions. about Russia, Ukraine, China, other countries, Iraq, if this is true, 
that he's a corrupt politician. Right. So don't give me the stuff about how you're this innocent baby. No, they're calling you a corrupt politician. Nobody. Hey, President Trump, I want to stay hell. on the issue of race. We're talking about the issue. from hell. President Trump, we're talking about race right now, and I do want to stay on the issue of race. President Trump, you've just... And I have to respond to that. Please. Because, look, Very there are 50 former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plan. They have said that this is has all the... Four, five former heads of the CIA... Both parties say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. Nobody believes it except the, his and his good friend, Rudy Gianni. You mean the laptop Rapid? is now yeah. another Russia, Russia, Russia hoax? And you that's exactly it. what, is this that's where you're exactly going? what This is going. where he's going. The laptop that, right. is Russia, yeah. Russia, Gentlemen, Russia? I want to stay on the issue of race. <laughs> you okay? have to be kidding. Here Mr. we go President? again with Russia. We're going to continue Boy, on the issue of yeah. race. Mr. President, you've described one. the Black Lives Matter movement as a symbol of hate. You've shared a video of a man chanting white power to millions of your supporters. Oh. You've said that black right. professionals are exercising their First Amendment rights should be fired. What do you say to Americans who say that kind of language from a president is contributing to a climate of hate and racial strife? Well, you have to understand, the first time I ever heard of Black Lives Matter, they were chanting... Pigs in a blanket, talking about police. Pigs, pigs, talking about our police. Pigs in a blanket, fry them like, like bacon. I said, that's a horrible thing. And they were marching down the street. And that was my first uh, glimpse of Black Lives Matter. I thought it was a terrible thing. As far as uh, my relationships with all people, I think I have great relationships with all people. I am the least racist person in this room. Well, what do you say to Americans who are concerned <laughs> by that rhetoric? I don't know. I mean, I don't videos. know what to say. I got criminal justice reform done and prison That's reform right, first and opportunity back. zones. I took care of black colleges and universities. I don't know what to say. They can say anything. I mean, they can say anything. It's a very, it makes me sad because I am, I, I am the least racist person. I can't even see the audience because it's so dark. But I don't care who's in the audience. I'm the least <laughs> racist person in this room. Okay, Vice President Biden, let me ask you course, very quickly, and then it. I have a follow-up question. His policies prove it. Abraham Lincoln is one of the most racist presidents we've had in modern history. He pours fuel on every single racist fire. Every single one. Started off his campaign coming down the escalator saying he's going to get rid of those Mexican rapists. He's banned Muslims because they're Muslims. He has moved around and made everything worse Such across the board. He says to the, about the poor he boys, only five last time we were out of the stage here, he said, Middle I East. told him to stand down and stand ready. He's called Come on. Poor boys? This guy is a dog whistle. Poor boys are black and Hispanic, by the way. President Trump, I'm going to give you 10 seconds to respond, and then I have a follow-up. You know, made a reference to Abraham Lincoln. Where did that come in? I mean, you said you're Abraham that, Lincoln. No, where did that? No, no. You said, I said not since Abraham Lincoln has anybody right. done what I've done for the black community. And I'm saying, I didn't say I'm she gonna Abraham ask him Lincoln. The I said not since Abraham Lincoln has anybody done what I've done for the black community. Now, you have done nothing other than the crime bill, which put... Oh, God. Th tens of thousands 
of black men mostly in jail. All right, let me, you know let, me, let me they ask remember Vice it President because if you look at what's happening with the voting right now, let me ask they Vice remember President they Biden treated them very, very badly. That's right. Just take a look at what's happening out That's there. Right. Vice President Biden, let me give you a chance to respond within this context. Crime okay. bills that you supported in the 80s and 90s contributed to the incarceration yes. of tens of thousands of yes. young black men who had small amounts of drugs in their possession. Yes. They are sons, they are brothers, their yes. fathers, their uncles, whose families are still to this day, some of them suffering the consequences. So speak to those families. Why should they vote? I think she's doing a good job. She's doing a good job. The ages moderated 100%. All 100 senators voted for it. A bill on drugs and how to deal with drugs. It was a mistake. Yeah. He made an announcement to the community. I've seen her before not even. I've seen her before be biased. To Ricky's credit, if the facts changes, he changes with the facts. Give her a chance. She's doing good. They should be going into treatment across the board. That's not what you said in 1993, bro. That's why I set up drug courts, which were never funded by our Republican friends. They okay, should you're gonna, not you're going to use up all that Purell in like the next few seconds. Since the 1800s. Well, I haven't touched anything. I've touched my computer. That's what we've been trying to do. That's what, what I'm going to get done. About? Because I think maybe the American oh, the people have now seen that, in fact, it was a mistake to pass those laws related to the drug. But they were not in the crime bill. But okay. why okay. didn't he get it done? See, it's all talk, no action yes. with his policies. Yes, exactly. Why didn't he get it bro. That's what I'm going to do when I become president. You were vice president, along with Obama as your president, your leader, for eight years. Why didn't you get it done? You had eight years to get it done. Yes. Now you're saying you're going to get it done because you're all talking, no action, Jim. We got you're a lot responsible. of it done. We released 38,000 38, prisoners left from the... You got out, nothing done. 38,000 prisoners <laughs> were released from federal prison. We have, there were the over a thousand people who were given clemency. You don't go to we federal make, prison fact, for we're minor the ones that put in the legislation saying law, uh, we can violations, bro. practice of police Stop departments lying. and what they were doing, how they were conducting themselves. You I can go on. Thousand, we, began the we began the process. We began the process. We lost an election. That's why I'm running to win back that election and change his oh, terrible policy. I just asked on one on question. Why didn't you do it in the eight years, a short time ago, why didn't you do it? You just said, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. A case of become you put tens of thousands of mostly black young men in prison. Now you're saying you're going to get, you're going to undo that. Why didn't you get it done? You had eight years with Obama. Because, you know why, Joe? Because you're all talk and no action. All right, Vice President That's Biden, then we're going to move on to the next section. We had a Republican uh, Congress. going to use that. Mm -hmm. Did you just breathe? Okay. He just answered it. We had a Republican Congress. Mm -hmm. All right. You got to talk him into it. We're going to move on to our next section. <laughs> like I did with criminal justice reform. Okay. I had to talk Democrats into it. Gentlemen, he's going to eat those words change. when he does not talk McConnell into doing anything. Sorry. President Maybe, Trump, you no, said he was that environmental regulations the other party into things. That's what he was They've already agreed. Vice President Biden, you have said you see addressing climate change as an opportunity to create new jobs. For each of well, you, you, you get, how would yeah, you talk about that climate change and support election? job growth at this It's a very tight race. Okay, you, that's Trump, why he's motivated to do what he's doing. Yeah, so, uh, we have the Trillion Trees program. We have so many different programs. I do love the environment, but what I want is the cleanest, crystal clear water, the cleanest air. 
We have the best, lowest number in carbon emissions, which is a big standard that I notice Obama goes with all the time. Not Joe. I haven't heard Joe use the term because I'm not sure he knows what it represents or means, but I have heard Obama <laughs> oh, use it. Gosh. And we have the best carbon emission numbers that we've had in 35 years under this administration. We are working so well with industry, but here's what we can't do. Look at China, how filthy it is. Look at Russia, look at India, it's filthy. The, the air is filthy. The Paris Accord, I took us out because we were gonna have to spend trillions of dollars and we were treated very unfairly. When they put us in there, they did us a great disservice. They were gonna take away our businesses. I will not sacrifice tens of millions of jobs, thousands and thousands of companies because of the Paris Accord. It was so unfair. China doesn't kick in until 2030. Russia goes back to a low standard, and we kicked in right away. It would have been, it would have been, it would have destroyed our businesses. So, you ready? We have done an incredible job environmentally. We have the cleanest air, the cleanest water, and the best carbon emission standards that we've seen in many, many years. Vice President, and we Biden. haven't destroyed our industries. Vice President Industry. Biden, two minutes to you, uninterrupted. Climate change, climate warming, global warming is an existential threat to humanity. We have a moral obligation to deal with it. And we're told by all the leading scientists in the world, we don't have much time. We're going to pass the point of no return within the next eight to ten years. Former years of this man eliminating all the regulations that were put in by us to clean up the climate, to clean up, to limit the, the uh, limit of emissions will put us in a position where we're going to be in real trouble. Here's where we have a great opportunity. I was able to get both all the environmental organizations as well as labor, the people worried about jobs, to support my climate plan. Because what it does, it will create millions of new good-paying jobs. How? We're going to invest in, for example, 500,000, 50,000, excuse me, 50,000 charging stations on our highways so that we can own the electric car market of the future. In the meantime, China is doing that. We're going to be in a There's position more environmental where we're going to, see to it that we're going producing to take an electric four million car. existing billion buildings and two million Once existing homes uh, it, and retrofit uh, them they so they don't it? leak as much energy. Uh, the copper, everything. Yes. Yeah. So, oil yeah, I'm not selling me on the idea, bro. Significant number of jobs. And by the way, the whole idea you put an electric, of what this whatever, is all going to do, it's going to create I mean, that's, millions of not jobs. Exactly a long and it's going to job security situation. health, and our jobs are at stake. That's what's happening. And what right now, by the way, Wall Street firms indicated that my plan, my, my plan will in fact create 18.6 million jobs, 7 million more than his, this is from Wall Street, and I'll create $1 trillion more in economic growth than his proposal does. Not on climate, just on the economy. Well, President Trump, here we came out and said very strongly, $6,500 will be taken away from families under his plan, that his plan is an economic disaster. If you look at what he wants to do, you know, the if you look at his plan, Not, his environmental plan, you know who developed it? AOC plus three. They know Don't nothing gosh. about the climate. I mean, she's got a good line of stuff, but she knows nothing about He just about conflated tax policy with climate change. through hoops for AOC plus three. Look, their real plan costs $100 trillion. If we had the best year in the history of our country for 100 years, we would 
not even come close to a number like that. When he says buildings, they want to take buildings down because they want to make bigger windows into smaller windows. As far as they're concerned, if you had no window, it would be a lovely thing. This is the craziest <laughs> plan that anybody has ever seen. And this wasn't done by smart people. This wasn't done by anybody. Frankly, I don't even know how it could be good politically. Right. They want to spend $100 trillion. That's their real number. He's trying to say it was six. It's $100 trillion. They want to knock down buildings and build new buildings with little, tiny, small windows. I mean, and many other things. Okay. And many other things. Let me have the vice president respond. And we're running crazy. out of time, and we have a lot it more will questions destroy to get our to. So let's hear from the vice president. How much longer is this? I have a number more questions. I don't know where it's going. It, no, it's, I don't know it's 90 minutes. Wait, so that means they have two minutes left? What does that mean? Give me a break. Well, I don't know I don't know how the network works. This is plan is endorsed by every major, every major environmental group and every labor group. Labor. Because they know the future lies. The future lies in us being able to breathe. And they know there are good jobs in getting us there. And Look by at the Joe, way, he's just heating the up fastest right now. growing industry in America are is 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 the electric the, uh, now he's forgetting. Uh, solar circuit. energy and wind. What? He thinks wind causes cancer. Wind mills. It's the fastest growing jobs. And they no. pay good prevailing wind wages. 45, 50 bucks an hour. We can grow and we can be cleaner if we go the route I'm proposing. President Trump, Excuse me. please respond energy, and then I have to We are follow. energy independent for the first time. We don't need all of these countries that we We're have to fight not. war over because we needed their energy. We are energy independent. I know more about wind than you do. Oh. It's extremely expensive. That I agree with. It kills all the birds. <laughs> it's very intermittent. Got a lot of problems. And Why they have say to we're make the windmills in both independent. Germany and China. Because of the type and of the oil that we produce, if we, don't, we can't refine it. We can sell it, but we still have to import to because of the type of oil that our refineries can can make into gasoline. It's about the type of oil. It's about the type of oil that we produce. Solar. Natural gas we're exporting as well. It's the gasoline in our cars we still have to import to, until to we really run our big build out more refinery capacity, which is really expensive. To compete with the world. So, among others, yes. It's all a pipe dream. But you know what we'll do? We're going to have the greatest economy in the world. But if you want to kill the economy, get rid of your oil industry. You want. And, and what about fracking? All right, now, let me, now let me, have, let me allow fracking. Vice President I Biden to respond. I never said I oppose fracking. You said it. Yes, you did. I did. Show the tape. Put it on your website. I'll put it on. Put it on the website. The fact of the matter is... He just called him out. Pull it up in 10 minutes. Get the fracking video, Kai. Well, we need other... Bring the smile on Trump. To transition to get to <laughs> all helped him out so much zero emissions by 2020. He really has, though. What I will do with fracking over time is make sure that we can capture the emissions from the fracking. Wins on healthcare. Capture Sorry. the emissions from gas. That's we can really, do that, he, and we he, can he do that by investing What's money and doing it. It's a he, transition to that. He let out four specific. His public option question, thing is not getting rid of private insurance. He said it, but that's what he says tomorrow. I Good. am against fracking. Until he got the nomination, went to Pennsylvania, then he said, but you know what, Pennsylvania? He'll be against it very soon because his party is totally against fracking it. Fracking on federal land, I said. No fracking you and said or oil on federal land. Let me ask this final question in this section, and then I want to move on to our final section. President Trump, people of color are much more likely to live near oil refineries and chemical plants. In Texas, there are families who worry the plants near them are making them sick. Your administration has rolled back regulations on these kinds of facilities. 
Why should these families give you another four years in office? Uh, the families that we're talking about are employed heavily, and they're making a lot of money, more money than they've ever made. If you look at the kind of numbers that we produce for Hispanic, for Black, for Asian, it's nine times greater the percentage gain than it was under, in three years, than it was under eight years of the two of them, to put it nicely. <laughs> nine times more. Now, somebody lives, I have not heard the numbers or the so statistics, statistics that so you're saying, but they're making a tremendous amount of money economically. We saved it, and I saved it again a number of months ago when oil was crashing because of the pandemic. Okay. We saved it. We got, say what you want about relationship, we got Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Russia to cut back way back. We saved our oil industry, and now it's very vibrant again. Right. And everybody has very inexpensive gasoline. Wait, Remember Vice that. President Biden, your response, and then we're going to have a final in question the oil patch. for both of you. My response is that those people live on what they call fence lines. He doesn't understand this. They live near chemical plants that, in fact, First time I've ever heard about this issue. And oil ever, and refineries ever. pollute. I used to live near that. There have been quite a few disasters lately. Close to an oil well is more important than some of the social stuff that's going on here right now. River than there is any place, including in Houston at the time. Why they're not doing tax plans and talking about this? I just to drive me to school, turn the windshield wiper. There'd be oil slick in the window. That's why so many people in my state were dying, getting cancer. The fact is, those frontline communities just matter what you pay them. It matters how you keep them safe. What do you do? And you impose restrictions on the pollutions that oh the pollutants God. coming out of those fence line, fence line? communities. What the hell is he okay, talking about? I have one final would question. Would he close down falls, the oil industry? It falls. Would you close it down falls. the oil industry? I would transition from the oil industry, yes. Oh, I would transition. It is a big statement. That's a because big statement. I would stop. <laughs> Why would you do that? Because he the oil industry say it. significantly. Oh, I see. Here's the deal. But That's a big statement. That. Well, if you let me finish the statement. Because it has to be replaced by renewable energy over time, over time. And I'd stop giving to the oil industry, I'd stop giving them federal subsidies. He won't give federal subsidies to the, to the gas, excuse me, to, the, to uh, solar and wind. Yeah. Why are we giving it to the yeah. oil industry? We actually do <laughs> give right. it to solar and wind. We and that's maybe the biggest question. statement in terms of business. That's the biggest statement. Okay. Because basically what he's saying question, is he is Mr. going President. to destroy the oil industry. Will you remember that Texas? Will you okay. remember that Pennsylvania, Oklahoma? Vice President Biden, let me give you 10 seconds to respond, and then I have to get to the final question. Vice President Biden. Take everything out of context, but the point is, look, we have to move toward the biggest. The biggest solar ETF is trading down right now. The first place to do that by the year 2035 is in energy production by 2050 totally. All right. One is he going to get China to do it? No, we're finished with is this. Is he going we have to, to get China to, to our do it? Final question. No, we have to I'm move going to rejoin Paris Accord and make no, him abide by what they agreed to. All right. This is about leadership, gentlemen. And this first question does go to you, President Trump. Imagine this is your inauguration day. What will you say in your address to America to Americans? You don't. I'm giving you time to back out. Let's hear. each have one minute, starting with you, Mr. We have to make a country totally successful as it was prior to the plague coming in from China. Now we're rebuilding it and we're doing record numbers, 11.4 million jobs in a short period of time, etc. But I will tell you, go back. Before the plague came in, just before, I was getting calls from people that were not normally people that would call me. They wanted to get together. We had the best black unemployment numbers in the history of our country. Hispanic, women, Asian, 
people with diplomas, with no diplomas, MIT graduates, number one in the class, everybody had the best numbers. And you know what? The other side wanted to get together. They wanted to unify. Success is going to bring us together. We are on the road to success, but I'm cutting taxes and he wants to raise everybody's taxes and he wants to put new regulations on everything. He will kill it. If he gets in, you will have a depression, the likes of which you've never seen. Your 401ks will go to hell and it'll be a very, very sad day for this country. All right. Vice President Biden, same question to you. What will you say during your inaugural address to Americans who did not vote for you? I will say I'm an American president. I represent all of you, whether you voted for me or against me. And I'm going to make sure that you're represented. I'm going to give you hope. We're going to move. We're going to choose science over fiction. We're going to choose hope over fear. We're going to choose to move forward because this we have enormous opportunities, he's, enormous he's opportunities yeah. to make things better. We can grow this economy. He's we can deal with the systemic the racism. At the same debate. time, no, we can isn't. make this sure that our economy is being run and moved and motivated by final clean thought. energy, creating millions of new jobs. And that's the fact. That's what we're going to do. And I'm going to say, as I said at the beginning, what is on the ballot here is the character of this country. Decency, honor, respect, treating people with dignity, making sure that everyone has an even chance. And I'm going to make sure you get that. You haven't been getting it the last four years. All right. I want to thank you both for a very robust First of all, phenomenal and job to the moderator, man. Honestly, great job. If you're on Twitter, man, send, I'm sending her a shout out. I thought she... important job. Because we got to Dude, this lady... Election Day is November 3rd. Don't Look forget to vote. Main anchor Thank NBC you everyone. Right there. She's going to take over for Lester Holt. Her stock went up. Yep. Because it's, you can't watch good for her. She, she never got hot under the collar. Good color. for her. Yeah. Told you she was good. Folks, if you're watching, let me just ask the people if you're watching. If you're watching, if you're watching, if you're watching, uh, first of all, just for algorithm purposes, press the thumbs up, hit the subscribe button, and the notification button. But comment below, who do you think won the debate between the two and which parts were the ones that stuck out to you? I'm asking them the question. I'm asking us the question. Daniel, why don't you go first? Uh, I, I do think that he... The, the one area where Biden shined the brightest, and I'm looking at the front page of the Wall Street Journal for tomorrow morning right now, I'm looking at the Wall Street Journal's website, is healthcare. No question about it. And, yeah. and that was where he was, I mean, okay, he's been gone for five days, yeah. right? So he had plenty of time to rehearse the yes. answers, but that was where he actually came up with a cohesive plan. And again, in the 60 Minutes interview, and again tonight on stage, Trump does not have a plan. And in the middle of a pandemic, you should be able to say to people, if they're insecure about healthcare, that you have a solid plan that's been well thought out, that's not gonna bankrupt the, com the country. And that is, I mean, that is typically what Republicans do, right? They come up with more efficient ways to run business. That's, that's their MO. So I think in that sense, he did a very good job. Biden, other than that, I don't think we learned much about his platform. I don't think we learned much about the substance of where he thinks policies are going. I mean, we'll make them pay. I'm, I'm sorry, but China hasn't paid for generations. And and how, how you can say that, that you're gonna create millions and millions of jobs without being a little bit more specific and, and, and slowly put the oil industry out of business? No, 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 no. At least not from where I'm sitting in Texas. Football score. You're a football person, football score. I, I would say that that was a low-scoring, high-defense game. It's probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 21 to 14. 
Trump. I have to say Trump okay. stood his ground. Okay, Adam. Um, I agree. Number one, I, I kept kind of kept a tail of tape, little scorecard here. Biden definitely won on health care. Trump definitely won on the crime bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say, Trump acted for a change somewhat presidential. Somewhat presidential. He wasn't as childish as usual. I think the fact that he wasn't allowed to speak over his uh, two minutes helped him. Because you know that he was itching to, to get out there. Um, he only he went into overtime for like two seconds once. I a mean, couple times he got caught off, were, but not a lot. But, but, it helped him. Because the first time he kept overgoing, overgoing, it was not a good look. Yeah. Uh, he did try to come and throw in some jokes in there. He had a funny line about... Um, he had a couple of funny lines toward the end where, you know, the crowd got, got a little, uh, little wild. We're the crowd. We're the crowd. Well, obviously the crowd here. It's all here, virtual you know. here. Um, but there was a couple good lines that he got. I'm giving this 1714 Trump. Okay. Tom? Let me just start by saying I'm really scared for America. I don't think we truly understand how important this election is and what what is going on here. It, it, there's a fundamental difference in just values or, or philosophies. Joe Biden preys on fear, and he wants to show you every single way the government can take care of you led by him. Everything is twisted that way, and then he looks at the camera every now and then and does his little rehearsed monologue where he thinks he's speaking to middle America. Intelligent people can see through that. There is such a hatred for Trump that there's a vacuum when you watch this. People are more concerned about his rudeness to a moderator than what's going on in this country. The word Antifa wasn't mentioned tonight. They spent more time on the on the environment than Antifa, which is going on is a big deal in major cities. And if Joe Biden wins the election, it's going to continue to be a big deal. So I'll give it a score of 38 to three. If you could get past your irrational <laughs> hatred for Donald Trump, if you can get Tom, past that, control, if you just looked bro. at this objectively, <laughs> and listen to the points of where this country's going and who's going to take it there. He dominated this debate. I, it's interesting you use objectively. You know, interesting, 38 but, but to 3. But you need to come back at me with something substantive. I'm saying than- that Trump won the debate. I'm saying, I see the difference between you and I, my friend, is that I have the ability to call bullshit on both sides. You can only call bullshit on Biden's side. Because Trump I, I'm seeing this at a higher level. Right, I, I am. Right. He's 78 years old. He's and Biden doesn't want to win run. the debate. And That's what you with think. him mentioning the word integrity, I mean, I thought that was bad choice on him tonight. Because the FBI is going to own that computer tomorrow. When you can call bullshit on both sides, you'll have a lot of credibility, I promise you. But you know you. what? These are also the same people that are saying Trump is racist. Is he? I mean, are there real, is there real true evidence that he is? I don't think there is. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? Well, then tell me what it is. Tell me the racist act We don't act have enough done. time to, to go down Trump's racist rhetoric and dog whistles. We don't have time for that. But, Ricky, go ahead, sir. Um, 38 to 3, you agree or no? Uh, I, look, one thing I will give him, uh, he was a lot more clear this time. Um, as far as Biden was concerned, he was more clear on things. And if you were voting for him, if you're his supporter, uh, today may have— a little bit more solidified it because he didn't sound incoherent. He was engaged. Um, he was quick on his toes, right? So from that point, I can see why you would want to support him if you're already his supporter. Obviously, I'm not, right? Uh, for many reasons, uh, stepping back to 1993 and 1994. But um, uh, as far as that's concerned, I, I his, you know, like, like Danielle said, as far as his plan, 
his South Eric plan, uh, you know, he started, he was very accurate as far as that's concerned. But one thing I didn't like is that everything he started was always accusing the president of something. And and if you have to start from a defensive standpoint, instead of just trying to point to, to try to prove your point, um, and you're taking 30 seconds always, but he, but he, but he, but he, but he, but he, but he and then and then sitting there and saying, you know, I'm going to do this. For, uh, the Hispanic community obviously is a big part for me. They said, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And, 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 and Trump made a very good, he made a very, 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 very good point when he asked the question, why did you do it in eight years? He kept saying that. You had eight years to do it. So you cannot forget that no matter how good Biden sounded today and how coherent he finally was, the fact that he was the last vice president. And that was only three and a quarter, like three and a quarter years ago. It wasn't something that would happen 10 uh, years actually, ago. Actually, Biden answered him because they didn't have Congress. And that's exactly why the Republicans today have a Supreme Court justice, and they will have a Supreme Court justice, I, I, because they do have the Senate. Okay, I, so, you, I mean, I Obamacare was a one and done. In, in eight years, yes. Obama came in and passed one major piece of legislation, right. and then it may as well have been a lame duck presidency for the next seven years. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But every American blames Trump for everything as if he had the power to do everything. And we're not doing the same thing to Biden. So, well, I didn't have the, the Congress. The polls are very close in, in a lot of places. I don't, I don't know why... There's this perception that, that that Trump is hated. If you look, no, 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 no. I'm if saying you look at Florida, I mean, if you look at these swing states, uh, critical uh, uh, swing states, states, critical states, yeah. Then the polls are still running neck and neck. You no, know, I agree with you. But what I'm getting at is, as far as as far as accountability is concerned, right? If if the, the TV would have turned off, oh, it's Trump's fault. But when it's Biden, oh, it's because he didn't have this, or because he didn't have that. It's always, it's always. I don't. Am I wrong to want to say that? It's, it, there's always an excuse. When it comes down to accountability, it's always boom. It's deflected. But it's Trump, everything, oh, it's his fault, it's his fault, it's his fault. As he had a complete, if, if he was some dictator that could completely control everything that's going on. But if I had to score between both of them, you know, like, I, I'm, I, it's, I, I'm just, I just don't like Biden. I just, he engaged my people. <laughs> we he got enca- that. He engaged my people and he deported four million of them. And then I, I grew up around Crips and Bloods and I went to school with Crips and Bloods and non-violent. And then he says, what really got to me when he when he lies is we released 38,000 federal prisoners. Look, I have family in federal prison, okay? Here's the reality behind things. Unless you're moving big weight, you're not going to even touch a federal case. So the people that he incarcerated were not federal cases. There was a guy that had a 20 sack of weed or heroin or cocaine in his pocket, shouldn't have had it. Those are the guys that he locked up for a long time, not federal cases. So try to deflect the fact that you locked up by the masses these and then well federally we release them. You 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 go to when you go to a federal prison, you're going with lawyers, doctors, you're going with government officials that did something corrupt, and very high weight drug dealers. You're not going with the guy that had a 20 seconds bunk. Right, a pound won't yeah. get you to federal federal prison. So I, I just And that I'm has just, led to the downfall of many minority families exactly. in America. And, 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 t- yeah, and, and which absolutely I mean, so he does a, you know, and LBJ what he did, LBJ was incentivizing incentivizing uh, father absence, and then this guy coming in and locking a lot of them up. I'm just, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Uh, maybe 25, 25, eight on this or whatever. You feel maybe one field goal or whatever. You know, with me, I, I don't. Twenty five, eight. I think you're yeah, thinking about the other football. And, uh, yeah, I guess whatever football. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Missed the extra point on the safety. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, the thing is, I don't even care. Has there ever been a football game that ended with a team scoring twenty five points? Well, I don't because know. I'm so <laughs> off on my. I'm a big football. That's the, the beauty of the internet. You can find it. I have the latest. I know you've been doing your diligence over there. You've been keeping score. I know you've been keeping. First of all, you know what I love about the current group that we have is your center right, your center left, you're where you are, 
I'm center right, say middle to center right is where I'm at. I, I think the, the, this is great because the audience that's watching is you want to see this. It's not everybody on one side or everybody on the other side. You call out Trump uh, one minute, next minute you're calling out Biden. You know, uh, uh, Adam will only call out uh, 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 Trump, but for the most part, you know. Uh, and, then I and said Trump to won the debate. But, but, but here's the thing. So here, here's where I got. Yeah, here's why no I choice. got. No here's why I got. Let me tell you what happened here. Because I can this, call bullshit. Both this, is, this is a couple things I got. One, um, lines that were very good. Trump, we can't lock ourselves up in a basement like Joe has. Okay. I'm sorry. We can't lock ourselves up uh, in the basement like Joe has. Okay. That was the moment he said that. That's hilarious. He's been using uh, that. It's like not that. my fault that the virus came here. It's also not Biden's yes, fault. Yes, that was phenomenal fun. because that was See, we've that not was a, seen that one. That was a moment of grace. No question about it. We've not seen one moment where it's been kind of like humility. Humility. Mm -hmm. I, I I loved seeing it humanized that. Him. I thought it was mm -hmm. great that he said that yeah. and. It, it probably brought some side where people said, well, maybe he's got that kind of a side to him that we don't know about. Then there was another one that said they paid you a lot of money, and they probably still are. Trump said that I guarantee you if I spent a million dollars on you, I would find out a ton on you if I spent a million on you. Look how much they spent $35 million on me, and they found nothing on me with Russia. They, if I spent a million on you, I'll find out a lot. I think that's a very powerful one. The other one is when Biden said... He thinks he's running against another guy. This is Joe Biden. I'm here because I beat all those other guys. Mm -hmm. I love that line. The fact that he said that, I think that's a very powerful so you line. You confuse me for with Bernie. Biden. You confuse me with Bernie. Meaning that's what he's that saying. Was, but that was his. I, I and think it that wasn't was rehearsed. phenomenal. That, yeah, it wasn't exactly. canned. Exactly. It wasn't canned. I, mean. I, I agree with you. And then the, the one with me on Trump that that got me, like you know how you feel statement and you feel. Yeah. Joe said that, I felt it. I'm gonna tell you which one it was. With I Trump. guess because no, no, I don't. I, I want to say. Let me explain to you why. I started a business because of yes. a guy. Yep. Yeah. You say two words to me. I said I'm gonna start a business and I'm gonna whoop your ass just because of your words. When he said I oh, ran man, because, because of you, you. Oh my gosh, I ran because of you, Joe. Because of what you did, I had a great mm -hmm. life. But I ran because of you. Are you kidding me? That's a that's a that's a lot of weight behind that statement. And then he says uh, uh, that when they brought, I think this one's going to get him in trouble when Biden says, you know, it's also the laptop is is another Russia. And then Trump says, wait a minute, the laptop's another Russia. Really, this is a new one. The laptop's another Russia. He's going to run with that one. And then the whole thing with why couldn't you get it done if you had all these years? But 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 the conversation, Trump got what he wanted to get out of it. Trump said. Here's the one thing that Biden can't hold him, can't control himself with. Biden doesn't have to answer three things. He answered it. He should have never answered it. It was over, it moved on, okay? Like when he says, tell me what you're gonna do with oil, but tell me what you're gonna do with oil. You're gonna do this, this is a big thing. By the way, just so everybody knows, Texas, Pennsylvania, pay very close into, I hope you caught what he said, here's what he's gonna do, because he needs Texas, mm -hmm. he needs Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. That was a big point that he had there, and, and you know Trump's gonna know how to uh, run with that. Uh, I, I think to me, Trump uh, um, Trump schooled him, if you ask me. I mean, obviously, the score isn't like a, a shellacking. It's a 28 to 14 score that I got. He beat him by two touchdowns. But I think Trump did exactly. You know, when you're, you're, you're debating somebody, like there wasn't a moment where Biden pulled him in and then he, he got him to say what he wanted him to say. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. He pulled, Biden never did that. But he pulled them in, and Pence did it as well in this debate, if you remember that. Pence did the same thing as well. So are you going to pack the courts? 
also, uh, yeah. is it fair to say he still has a, are you going to pack yeah. the court? Are you, oh, let me talk about pe- court, yeah. packing the court. How about we talk about that out of all the judges that you have, yeah. not one of them is African-American, which is not true, but yeah. Pence needed that, and mm-hmm. he got it. I don't think uh, 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 Biden didn't play any flea flickers. I think Trump did, and he got him. Yeah. 28 or 14, Trump wins this one. So Well, we'll know within like 48 hours because it, it, it's just like the last debate. We'll be able to see who raises money and see who raises money fast. Yeah, but there's there's more to the story of what's going to happen tomorrow. I mean, people might not be talking about the debate as much. Yeah, the, you know, no, because that, that was like a regular I think, debate. I think part of the thing that Biden being taking the week off didn't help him. I no. really don't. I, I think you can try to rehearse or get yourself prepared for a debate. You got to be able to think on your feet. And I think with Trump doing talking to the media every single day, doing these rallies, he's mm-hmm. used to responding quickly, which is what you have to do, and you gotta capture the moment. And, and Trump was able to do that. Plus he showed that he's coachable, that he can reel himself in. If he had been off the grid tonight, he wouldn't have helped himself at all. But at least he, he, he reined it in and he came across as much more presidential. And he I did. Think at this, one point I thought he was gonna turn purple, but yes. There's no doubt in my mind that Trump won this debate. And this is someone who is not a fan of Trump, and I'm able to call both sides like I see it. There's no doubt that he won this debate. But like we're using sports analogies, we're using football analogies. All Biden has to do was not turn over to the football. He's looking to run out the clock. He's ahead in a lot of the swing states, which Pat, as always says, is a Such bad way to think about it. About but it. Biden wasn't taking any crazy yeah, shots. No, but that's if he wasn't trying to get into crazy you arguments. Can't, you can't that's win if you like believe that against the polls. a guy sure. like this. Listen, he, again, he, I think Trump's won, but Biden wasn't trying to get too crazy tonight. So, so think, think about it this way, okay? I'm with Bill O'Reilly. We're on a flight together, okay? So happens we're going to Vegas because I'm going to watch him when he was doing the whole thing with him and Dennis. Remember when him and Stewart were doing things? Yeah, they did that really little, cool. That I love it. It's acting. freaking yeah. phenomenal, man. When those guys were doing John Stewart, John Stewart thing. Yeah. But he was doing this one in Vegas with Miller. So I went to watch him and Miller. And I wanted to watch him and uh, Stewart. Phenomenal. Whenever you get these types of things happen, you got to go to it. And I said, so what happened with Romney and Obama? He says, I got to tell you. He says, I called both of them. And I said, President Obama, you know, I was telling him, he's got to get on. He's got to do one last interview because Romney's got this one. Romney's got this one. Romney's got this one. He says, President Obama's campaign manager told me one thing. When we were on the phone, he says, Bill, this is where you're wrong. Obama's already won this. And Bill says, what do you mean? He says, Romney had a chance to beat Obama. He made one big mistake. What's that? His campaign manager told him that you don't have the single woman vote. Don't go too strong against Obama on Benghazi. Don't do it. Women don't like it. What does Romney do? Never brings up Benghazi on the last debate. What was Romney's best debate? Not the last one. It was the one prior Mm -hmm. to that. What ends up happening? Romney needs it. Romney thinks he's got it. But Obama didn't need it, and he was right. Obama won it, right? Because he had momentum. And don't forget what Sandy Hook did to Obama. Sandy Hook, Chris Christie, that whole, th- you know, the, all that stuff that was taking place. You mean Hurricane Sandy? Yeah, uh, um, yeah, yeah Hurricane yeah. Sandy. Right, I'm sorry, Sandy not Sandy Hook. Hook. Yeah, My yeah, apologies. Yeah, yeah. Hurricane Sandy. So don't forget that timing on what happened there, right? Okay. When Christie came out and greeted him, for gave him a you, hug. For you to think, like, oh, we got it. Oh, brother, Andy Grove said only the paranoid survive. And I'm telling you right mm-hmm. now, Democrats are not paranoid. Trump looks paranoid, so he's going, next, next, next camp, next one, next one, next one. R- Reagan was running years ago, and he thought he had, it's like, oh, America loves me. There's no way the other guy's gonna win. Finally, Bush comes up, says, listen, you gotta go out there campaigning. And he was older. You gotta go out there campaigning. You don't have this one locked in. The other one's getting momentum. 
Then he went in. Trump is the most paranoid candidate we've ever had. I don't think there's been a president more paranoid right. than him. And so, in types like this, so it's because it's 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 man and a competitor. In, in the calculus you're describing, if Biden w is, is to come up short by just a little bit, then his campaign can look back on these five missed days. But you know what? I don't think it's going to be, someone's going to win big because someone's going to dominate these swing states and it's going to, it's going to tip it. And I, I don't see it being close. What I don't do you think, mean by uh, dominate the swing states? I, I think some, if someone wins one of these swing states, they're going to win them all. I think, I think maybe we don't know who it is. We don't know what the polling is, but whoever wins, I don't think the election will be close. This feels like it's a lot. This feels like Gore Bush. This feels like Florida's really important right now. It really does. I'm not saying Florida isn't important, yeah. but I'm saying I'm lumping a lot of these swing states together. If whatever tipped Florida is going to tip Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota, and I, I just I think that some there's, there's going to be a bigger margin of victory for whoever ends up winning this. Biden Biden's camp's too cocky to me. You can't win like that. You can't go in a fight being too cocky. How many times have you seen a champion go into a boxing match yeah. and you know or somebody goes in being too cocky? Yeah. And what happens to them? Oh, there's no way in the world, you know. Uh, this per dust Buster Douglas beating me on Mike Tyson. Boom. Uh, what the hell just happened? And then from there, this is what they're going in Democrats. See, Obama wasn't like this. If you think about Obama, Obama wasn't like this. Obama, if you ever watch Obama's debates, it's unbelievable because Obama knew how to do like that. One thing Trump did today, I've never seen him do before. I've never seen him do that before. Where he says, this is not my fault. Neither is it Joe's fault. This is China's fault. So what do you, you can't respond to it. By the way, that's Obama's yeah. strength. Yeah. That is Obama's strength. Obama, when he gave his DNC talk, he gave the talk, he says, this is not about red, this is not about blue, this is not about purple. Military matters, this matters, LGBTQ, Christians matter, church community, all that. So the way he was able to bring them together, and Obama was paranoid when he was campaigning. Hillary was not paranoid. Hillary was, I am mm. Hillary. Do you realize who I am? I'm guaranteed right. locked in to be a president. And these Campaign people behind closed doors have convinced him that he's locked in, and he's not. Right. He's not locked in. I don't think no, that's no. necessarily what's driving his campaign. Who, what do you think is driving his campaign? Well, I think there's a there. I, I think there's a different kind of paranoia driving his campaign. I, th I think they don't want him to mess up. Yeah, but you can't win like that. I'm just I'm just saying I don't uh, think it's, it's I don't think it's bravado. It's I think it's so I think I think there's a fear such factor. Such a terrible strategy because you can't win like that. Yeah. But, but yeah. let's see what happens these so, next few so, days. I mean, uh, look, if if all five of us agree like that. that Trump won this debate, then it's time for the Biden campaign to get hopping. I I I, uh, I heard a theory not too long ago. I want to get you guys' input on it because I really don't know what to think about it. Sounds interesting. That uh, you know, Biden's 78 years old. Right. By the time he leave office, he'd be 82. Right, making him one of the oldest presidents we've ever had. The oldest. If, if not the oldest. The oldest, yeah. yeah well, the, the oldest, because Trump oldest. was the oldest when he got elected right, at 70. Right, Biden will be 77, but turns 78 he turns, yeah, in he a turns few months. Yeah, at the end months. of the okay. month. So here's, here's, here's the, here's the, here's somebody, somebody said something that was very interesting. They said, Kamala Harris would be vice president. What they'll do is that the input the 25th, right? Make it to where Biden is not no longer fit to be president, and Kamala will kick in as president. Oh, that that's a done deal. I, I what do you, have you heard that before? Yeah, I've I, never heard that. That's oh, the first time I heard it. Oh, I, I believe it. What do you guys? Well, think? Because oh, that's, that's why Pelosi brought it up. But I, I think that that is that, that is the most powerful message that the GOP can deliver right now is just what you described. 
as far as what do you for the people that don't understand, you know, that that don't understand that language. The, the the fear factor that 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 the Republican Party is using right now against Biden is you're not voting for him, you're voting for her. Right, and that's why that's why Jamie Dimon, the head of uh, J.P. Morgan Chase, large benefactors uh, who were fairly centrist, uh, who are for Biden, have said. Oh no! It's going to be all about his cabinet. It's going to be all about the people he puts around him. Which you know, in, in Reagan's in Reagan's second term, that was what it was. I mean, Reagan had to have his people around him because towards the end of his second term, he was senile. So, but that is kind of that is where that's where the Democratic Party wants to lean the narrative is no, no. He's going to surround himself by other centrists like him. It's not going to be AOC. It's not right. going to be Kamala. It's it, but. But the Republicans need to continue to, to push this because the thing that— Do you believe it? That's that, my question. Do you believe it? I don't know. I don't know. Does it— does it, but, does it do, do, do you know why I don't know? Because, okay. because when rumors hit Twitter this afternoon that, 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 that Bernie Sanders might be his labor secretary, that's not exactly what Jamie Dimon was talking about. <laughs> with trying to name people who would be, who, who, who would be considered to be and perceived to be centrist. I'm sorry, but Bernie does not fit that bill. No. You know, it's funny because wasn't the FBI like a huge part of the story in 2016, right near the very, very end? Well, the FBI is a pretty big piece of it right now. It's a huge story starting tomorrow. I got a question for Danielle. Danielle, these numbers right here. Uh, uh, Kai, can the audience see this or are we, are we the only ones that can see this? If you can share this so the audience can see this, I want them to see it. So this is the tax plan comparing Biden's against Trump's, mm -hmm. okay? Trump, 21%. Biden, 28%. This is the worst, worst case it can be. Top and it's the one on the bottom that Trump is focusing on and saying that the stock market's going to crash. So out of the four you're looking at, income tax and payroll, it's going to go to 37. Uh, Biden's 52. Small business tax, 29.6, 39.6. Capital gains, two, uh, 23, 43.4. Pull up the 50 cent thing that he did on New York Post. He said 62.6% in the state of, Cal uh, state of uh, New, New York. York. Uh, uh, no, California, and then 60% in New York, and then 50 cent comes out saying, I don't want to be known as 20 cent under Biden's uh, tax plan. He says, I don't care about Trump. I just don't want to pay the taxes. So when you look at these taxes, go back to the numbers so everybody can take a look at it. When you go back to these taxes, a matter of fact, make that bigger, make us smaller. Make that bigger, make us smaller. What's going to hurt the economy the most out of these four? Immediately the capital gains tax. Why is that? Well, if, if people, if, 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 if there's a certain Biden victory in, 2000, in, in 2020, then people who are sitting on a ton of gains on their, in, in their stock holdings, mm -hmm. they're going to take those gains off the table. They're going to they're take a much lower capital gains hit than they will if they wait until 2021. That's the biggest risk right now to the stock market. Oh, unpack that again. Okay. So if this is- if, I'm going to pay a lower tax rate today, this year. This year yep. Which means, hi, we've only got a few weeks left of this year, effectively, versus taking the risk that they pass that capital gains tax hike quickly, such that I would be, I, I would lose what, twenty percentage points of my gains? Wow, that's a lot. So you're saying so a lot of people are going to sell and get out of the, the stock market before the end of the year? That's the immediate risk. Is that is that investors gotcha. are sitting on such huge gains? Also, you said if they pass this before so. he's even inaugurated, they're going to get hammered. Because oh, they're not going to no, take a chance. chance. No, uh, no, 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 no. Taxes aren't going to go up. If Biden wins, nothing happens in, in lame duck. Nada. No, no, time out. You just said people are going to dump it within weeks. That's going to affect the stock market. In 2020. Right. Yeah, in, in 2020. In right, because people aren't going to wait and see if it passes or not. That's what I'm saying. It's not going to recover in 2021. It's not like it's going to come back up in 2021. Well, it's the most overvalued it's, it's been in the history of the country. So, no, it's not. Yeah. 
So, so there, are, would, there are other economic factors like 23 million Americans okay. collecting unemployment benefits that are dragging the economy down all by itself. So that's so, number one. How does this affect? So, for example, I, I, I have the answer for myself, but I want to hear from you, somebody that's in this space. You write, billionaires subscribe to Quill. If you've not, uh, 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 you know, we put a link to below to what she does in the comment section. People want to know what she really does on how much. I'll call Daniel. We'll talk. We'll be talking to Pat. I'm writing all day today. Can we talk Thursday? And we'll get on the phone. We'll talk the next time. I know the days for us to talk is Thursday because she's working nonstop writing. But for me, I want you to kind of explain this from the standpoint of I'm the small business owner. Mm -hmm. How does this affect me? I'm an average guy. I don't, I don't run a business. I make $55,000 a year. How yes. does that affect me? I'm an independent contractor making $300,000 a year. How does this affect me? Give us well, updates you're going to look ways. If, you're, if your take-home profits go back up to the prior peak rate, 39.6 is what it was prior to the Trump tax bill. If, you're, if you know that, then you are going to be more reticent about expanding your workforce to the same extent. You're not going to make the same invest, investment you might other, otherwise because you're going to look at the profit picture and you look at, you're going to look at the, the math of profits differently given what you know you can take home from that. So it's going to make you a potentially more conservative small business owner, which is the last thing we need at this juncture with so many small businesses that have already been lost. So, Danielle, a question for you. Because you said you were not sure who you're voting for. I'm is still this, not. Is seeing something like this, this doesn't sway you to want to vote more towards Trump? And why not? Well, then it comes down to an existential question, right? Then it comes down to why you would vote for one person over the other whether or not you were doing something that was bigger for your country. And that is, I think, where the people who are undecided, why mm -hmm. they're undecided. I, I, I was out to dinner with, with some friends uh, a few nights ago, this lovely open air West Village, blah, blah, blah area here in Dallas. And he said, I've voted Republican my entire life, and I know that, oh, I know that I'm going to be paying higher taxes, and yet I think it's the right thing to do to vote against Trump. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that is where some people have their thinking because they, they view Trump as being a divisive president rather than being a uniting president is, again. Is he divisive? Oh, okay, so here's a question. Because this well, is I mean, he, he was asked about the, 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 the governor of Michigan, and he said, you know, she, they're, they're chanting, lock her up. And he's like, no, lock them all up. So, I mean, you, you have to be more like tonight. You have to be more like yes, that more Trump, tactful. more presidential. Yes, more tactful. So would, you, would you please repeat that and unpack that? Because I was picking up a spill. You said the guy was lifelong Republican. Lifelong Republican. He'd always voted for the Republican Party his entire life. He knew that it was going to cost him money hmm. in higher taxes because of the type of company that he has. So he knew he's in real estate, but he knew that he was going to pay, be paying kind of higher taxes about. Talked about yeah. this under Biden. But yet he felt that it was the right thing to do for the Jeez, country. I, I cannot wrap around my arms around that thought. Yeah, that is unbelievable that he would say that. But, I, but I again, truly, and then you couple coronavirus, right? So if Biden right, is shutting right, down we, the country, we have we have riots in our streets, and we have a lot of people who connect very quick dots to it Tom, to the you've fires also in heard the streets. Of the, the Lincoln Project, you've heard of this. Lincoln Project is basically all former national security, all Republicans, all Republicans. They're former, they're former Republican campaign advisors. Former campaign advisors, national GOP. security, staunch, staunch GOP. They've come out, there's hundreds of them, how many, who have all come out and said, I can't support this person. I had a conversation with a person on the DNC. He's a major fundraiser, and he makes a buku a lot of money. And I was like, dude, you make a lot of money. Tell me how you justify voting Democrat when you know that it's going to increase your taxes. He said, kind of like Danielle said, it's bigger than 
My it's money. bigger than me. It's bigger than me. And so that which, is... Which what's, me? What's, okay, and I'm also okay, I'm calling hold, him hold, out. Hold, I'm hold, like, hold, what do you mean? What do you mean? What's what do you the mean? bigger? This is what I want to know. What's the... Okay. It's bigger. I don't know what you're talking about. Explain it to me. What's the bigger? What do I, I assume missing? they want to care about the com- the country benefiting overall. Higher taxes. Higher taxes. So, Collusion with China. Obviously. Selling us out to China. Having your son. What's what selling the, us out I to think China? They're talk- I, I think to it's simpler than that. I think it's what's on the evening news. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. So it's not bigger. People just assume it's bigger. Well, it is. Look. But, it's but, not bigger. But wait, where but, she went. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Where talk she went. To, why have gun sales in America tripled? Since the coronavirus, I, I know, I know, our household has more because we are scared of the narrative right, the Democrats but, keep but, pushing. But I, I speak to my friends it, 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 on the East Coast in New York, in New York City. These are, these are die-hard liberals, and they're 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 gunning up. And I'm like, God, you're going to shoot your foot off. I mean, I get yeah, it but, here, but, I get but, it here in Texas. But the whole country, the whole country is getting you, armed you know, up. Do you, I've been in Beverly Hills. I've seen the riots. I've seen the stuff going on. I mean, the reason people are buying, I've never owned a gun in my life. Ever. I'm going to get a gun. I am going to get a gun. I live in L.A. I, I mean, and it's not the, it's the stuff I see and what's going on for real. The stuff but, they didn't even talk about on the debate but tonight. But it's very, very important what she said because we were having a conversation today and he says, Pat, if the taxes, Adam's asking me when I landed back from, I was at Jekyll Island last four days. Yeah. I had a whole meeting there. Anyways, so, so I'll, he's like, Pat, how about all these tax stuff? You know, if that's the case. Why are all these Silicon Valley people voting for the left? Okay. Why are all these billion? And then we address that. Why is Wall Street? Why is Wall Street voting for the left? And so you. And Wall Street has been. We don't know that they are. We don't know exactly how they vote. But he's asking a question. But you said something. You said something right now. And then you said, and he says, well, how about this? How about collusion? How about raising taxes? How about your son this? And he went off, right? And you said, I don't think it's that complicated. I think it's as simple as what's being said on the news. What they're, no, 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 not what's being said. You can have it on mute with what you're seeing on the news, with the fires in the streets. I think that that says more but, than anything else. It's like, it, it's yeah, pictures. That's manipulation. That's, 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 that's what I'm saying, so it's not bigger. Not, it's, it's not it's bigger. It's not necessarily the truth. That's it's, manipulation. Yeah, or on my Twitter feed or wherever. Yeah, but... Because I don't it, really watch... I don't watch that. I don't watch the evening news. I don't watch the network news My issue, Danielle, is this. Adam said he talked to his buddy at the DNC, and he says, it's bigger. What's bigger? The lies? So you've got to go and put somebody that's going to make everybody happy so that you stop the riots? That's not bigger. That's you saying, I'm, I'm, I'm scared. I don't know how to defend my country. And I'm just going to sit here and cry about it. And I'm just going to put somebody that's going to give us peace. But it's literally going to ruin the country. So it's not bigger. That's if there's a blue sweep. If it's a, I, I, I Only get if that. it's a blue sweep. If it's I, not I a blue the, sweep, I, then, there, then the legislation doesn't get yeah, I'm going to make this super freaking simple. Beyond simple, okay? Why are half the country for Trump, and why is half the country against Trump? Naiveness. Super simple. It's not naivete. I, 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 I'm letting you know, if, you want, if you're willing to listen. Half the country loves Trump because he's an asshole. Because he shakes things up. No. No. Because he'll call bullshit. Because he'll call out China. And the other half of the country hates him because he's an asshole. It's just that simple. No. It, it is, Tom. No, it isn't. So why is the country 50-50, Tom? Because in your world, everyone, uh, we should all love Trump. He won 38 to 3. Oh, my God, he's the best thing yeah, ever. I, but tell me I, why 50 Because I think there's some people that look at stuff like this, that look at stuff is happening in the country. You guys, like, you want to vote for Trump. You just won't let yourself. No, I don't. All, all the data, all the criteria lines up for you to vote. You like money. You like making money. You like keeping your money. You like safety. You like going out. 
If Biden is the president, say goodbye to your nightclubs. Say goodbye to your I bars. I partied like a fucking rock star under Obama. So what? So all of a sudden, no, it's gonna it's was so, coronavirus so, here when Obama was so here? Something so it's not gonna happen. Are you equating Biden to Obama? I mean, it's Obama light. There no, it is. No, no, no. Coronavirus plus Biden means no fun. This country's done. Shut down. It's over. So what happens to our country? It's gonna be a slow, slow fall off a cliff. So where are you moving? I haven't decided yet. Well, you're moving somewhere. Look, look, oh, and that coupled with new something, man, so, I'm out. So you're out of America. I, don't, <laughs> I, I encourage you to stay in America. The, the only reason California is not falling into the Pacific Ocean is because so many people are leaving, so it's, it's releasing the weight <laughs> right. off of the so, actual so landmass. I, I was talking to somebody today, and I said, and I said, and which is true, okay? Which this is this is a fact. I said, listen, Trump lowered his uh, unemployment for Hispanics and blacks, lowest in history. But it's only by a certain percentage. Also, now you're going to marginalize wins. So 44 other presidents have never done it, but this man did. Oh, but it's only by a little bit. So people's reasoning for voting for Biden, when you literally sit there and look at the policies, look at his, his history, look at what he's done. When you look at it and you realize that Trump is beating his ass in every, pretty much every other president I saw Ronald Reagan, Ronald Reagan in the past 44 presidents, you have to start to rationalize why you're voting for a certain person. Because if you look at the policies and then you look at the reality and you look at everything overall, Trump is the best choice over Biden. And here you depends on the policy though. Depends on what the the majority of the like if, you, if you're a Gen Zer and your number one priority is climate change, right? And you have a candidate who basically thinks it's which, a hoax. Which policy with Trump do you like the least? Which policy do I yeah. like with Trump? Let me yeah. get on which, my list. Which one do you like the least? Look, I, I, here's here's one here's one that I uh, they, with with Biden that you I would have thought about it right off the bat. I can tell I, you, my, I can tell you right now, I don't like for the president to make the military in this country feel compromised, and that is why Mattis came out publicly and said what? See, I, I disagree. I don't. You think he's making the military? You don't think he has full support of the military? Mm -mm. I do. I, I nope. think the negativity. There's is so many generals who come out there saying, General Stanley McChrystal, a major army uh, veteran, just came out and said. There's no way I can vote for this person. Well, McChrystal He's is a diehard Obama guy. McChrystal is an Obama guy. McChrystal is a lifelong Obama guy. The gentleman we just had, General Mattis, came That's out and said... That's a different story. No, no, Mattis is not. General no, I, Kelly. I agree. I didn't, I didn't General say John that, Kelly, but, but his McChrystal, chief of McChrystal. staff, just came out two weeks yeah. ago and said... This is the worst okay, person I've ever met. There were some more personal things between those two. It wasn't a black and white situation. No, Mattis was interviewed Mattis, right before I, the coronavirus I, and said, as, as long as he's a sitting president, I will not say one negative word about Trump. You cannot ask he me said again. That to us when we interviewed him as well. Because so, maybe, maybe Trump disrespected him, him behind closed doors. That's never happened. Yeah. To it him, wasn't so that. He said in his op-ed exactly why no, he'd come out for, against well, Trump. Well, first of all, Danielle, here's that's a complete different conversation to me. Complete different conversation. Mattis married the military. True. Mattis was in love with a girl, and he decided to say, "I'm never going to get married because my wife is the military." Mattis has got a show on HBO's three episodes, four episodes, where you watch this episode. By the time you're done with, you're thinking this is like General Patton, Napoleon, and all these guys combined in one human being, and you just enjoy watching this. And guy, God right? bless America. I, I'm all for Mattis. I'm Team Mattis. I'm 100 percent Team Mattis. 100. But but sometimes when you got these two bad mofo alpha guys, there is no way Mattis can report to anybody. I'm sorry, but type were of either guy. were did did either? I mean. Would add it up. Is it seven or eight deferments between the two candidates? 
What do you mean? Yeah, but you know what? Military deferments to not serve the country. You added up between those two guys. Who was willing to die for America? Neither of them. Neither of them. So you're more confident that Biden's going to do more for military than Trump? I did did not say that. You said what bothers you the most. Okay, that's fair. That has nothing to do with how I feel about Biden and our military. About policy? What policy of Biden do you love the most, and what policy of Trump do you hate? That's an easy answer. It's the headline on the newspaper right now. Healthcare. Oh, healthcare's your number one. Trump has been saying you for the last three months I've talked to you, you've never brought up healthcare. Now well, we healthcare, talked about it tonight. It was the number wait, one issue. You're for you, your number one reason why you're not gonna do Trump is healthcare. Listen, you've never brought it up before. It just happened now? Th- wasn't it not a big factor? Wait, tonight? it just happened now? It just happened now. So the point he's making is right with you. I fully understand what you're saying, Danielle. I agree with you. Because where you're coming from, I'm a Mattis guy. I'm the guy that says, you gotta listen to him, Mattis. Here's a guy that, what, what are you doing not listening to a guy like Mattis? Are you kidding me? Everybody in the military respect. I'm an army guy, he's a Marine guy, he's salute the guy. When we spoke the first time, I said, we look up, we brought him to the company to speak and we had a Marine interview him and he's not a Trump guy. So we're very comfortable doing something like that. But the, the question he asked is if somebody who's in the middle, you said what it looks like on TV, I do agree, which a big part of voting, is what people are seeing on TV. And I sometimes wonder, and I said- Or social media, whatever. T- t- if we took out right now social media, okay? Gosh. It is, it is 1964, first debate. That was Nixon-Kennedy, okay, on TV. You know the, you know which one I'm talking oh, about. Yeah. I don't know what the year is. The sweat. The sweat, right? The sweat. If we have no TV, if the only, if we have the first TV, we have but not as crazy, like, you know, the way the media is manipulating. Today was more Walter Cronkite, some more people were, if we don't have that, these two faced off with each other, and the principles they're both selling based on what America was founded on, there is no all the other stuff that we have going on. Who would be crushing the other one based on the uh, uh, policies that they have? It ba- wouldn't even be close. Based on the first debate, it would definitely be close. Based on tonight's debate, it would have been Trump. Yeah, it's not even close. And I'm not even talking about personalities. I'm purely talking policies. Trump's personality there's a book I read called Barbarians to Bureaucrats. Mm-hmm. He says in, the, in every great company and society and organization, there's what? There's a dreamer. Yeah. There's a, a prophet. Uh, uh, there, no, no. There's there's a. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's uh, uh, what's the, co- the, the? There's a no. He says there's a dreamer. There's a uh, engineer, and there's a son of a bitch. Right? Yes. <laughs> you yes. have to have a son yeah. of a bitch. You yes. gotta yeah. have it. No? And that guy is an absolute qualified. Son of a bitch. And got people like that sometimes. But the president doesn't have to be the son I, of a bitch, I actually does don't he? mind it. I don't mind it. Listen, I do not mind it. Especially I when you're dealing with it. tough issues, man. You, you know, a guy, a guy who was a Democrat, I was watching his video today. He uh, gave a message, uh, 1.2 million uh, views in like uh, two days. And he says, I'm not a Trump guy. He says, you guys got to realize, I didn't vote for Trump when the first time around. He says, but I got to tell you. He says, in any other season, Trump would be a terrible president, a terrible candidate, a terrible person to run America. He says, but for today, he is the perfect person for America today. A sitting Not, Democrat? Yeah, you should have. Well, I was expecting for today. He said, because today there are so many people that are trying to leech and take stuff from America because America has been able to give up side deals to China for decades and decades and decades. And America's the one that's allowed China to go from a top 20 to a top 10 to a top five to now competing number two, fighting for first place. He says the only person that can go against somebody like that 
is only a guy like that. Nobody else can pull it off. Right, and he's the only guy that Today, China's afraid season. of. So I don't know yeah. if he's right or not, but that part of it for me. And what makes us weaker than, than not standing up to China that, that Trump has done? Signing in socialism light, being an agreement, going on national television yesterday morning and saying that Nancy's bill wasn't big enough? I'm sorry, but I'm... I don't disagree with you there. I, We're on the same but page again, there. But if, again, if, if he continues to run up our national debt to the extent yeah. that he is, that makes us extreme, that makes us more vulnerable than any rhetorical war yeah. with China. He needs to focus on our national debt but, and on semiconductors, not soybeans. He needs to understand that the Chinese have already moved on to the next he stage. He can't do it, though. He can't do that. But, but, Daniel, so, he can't do the that. Leader of our, the leader of our country has to do that. You and I are not going to agree with them. You and I are not going to agree with them. Here's how the situation works. Here's how this thing works, okay? First, let's create a massive crisis. What's a massive crisis? Let's shut down every state. Let's shut them down, okay? Let, let's, let's force Trump to do a lot of cases. Shit, okay, we'll do a lot of cases. Let's get everybody tested. Then Trump does uh, testing. We have a million cases. Well, you, you just told me to do cases. I listened to you. Million cases, yeah, cases, but it's not three, five percent people dying, it's one percent. And even if you go deeper, it's 0.1% because the people that are not getting it, it's not the three to five percent you were saying. Yeah, but are, we there, are the same puppet masters but, but, but controlling no, the entire he, world? But here's what happened. So he doesn't have control to get all these governors that are shutting down their states. He can't go and say you can't do that. They're shutting down their states. They're, they're begging for something to happen. Then their purpose is strategy. Think about it. Let me go to the strategy and tell me I'm wrong. Here's what he's not going to do. What's he not going to do? We're going to say, these people are struggling. How dare you not pass a stimulus? He's not going to say yes to it. Because remember what he said under Obama. Then they come up with a stimulus. He said yes. Then they're like, oh, shit. Everybody starts making money. Everybody's happy again. The economy is okay. It's doing a little bit better. 10.4 million jobs back, 11 million jobs back. Say it again, he won't do it a second time. He did it again. So he played their game against them. Mm -hmm. He played their game against them. And, and has, Daniel, he put, unfortunately, has he created any jobs with all of the money that our country has spent? Are we, are we repairing our bridges? Are we repairing our tunnels? Unfortunately, 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 he did not have an alternative, my opinion. Unfortunately, Danielle, in a situation like that, I, I am... I am so with you on the stimulus. I'm the guy that was waiting. I sat in the meeting with David Herzog, the CFO of AIG, with Bob Ben Moshe, one of the greatest presidents in the history of business that saved AIG. He took $183 billion from the government, gave it back with $21 billion, and then he died three years later from cancer. He was on steroids the entire time. Till today, GM never paid it back. I'm all about some of these big guys going out of business. I fully get it. If you're not responsible with the money, that's that should called happen. capitalism. I fully am with it. I'm on the same page with you. And yet he's barking like a seal at what the Federal Reserve they is doing and printing money and keeping all the biggest companies in business. Him. You, you cannot. If I, if he doesn't do it, say he doesn't do it. Okay, let's just say he doesn't do it. Let's go there. Actually, go there for a second. Let's say he can't control the shutdown. Media and the governors are saying we're going to shut down. Let's say he doesn't do stimulus. You take me there. He doesn't do stimulus. What, what did he just say uh, uh, up on the stage? Yeah. He just said to Biden, sometimes you got to talk him into it, yeah. right? McConnell's people can push through the, the, the extension of the PPP. Why can't he talk his, his, his GOP, it, sometimes you got to talk him into it, into extending what small the, the small business relief program that the money's sitting there? He doesn't have Congress. He doesn't have Congress, Daniel. But he just said he did. No, he, he said sometimes he you have to talk him what, into what it. I'm saying, what I'm saying to you is, Actually, let's go there. Please go with me, okay? 
It is me. Do you remember me? He's not going to do stimulus, not going to do stimulus. And I'm sitting around right here, okay? And when I walk my dogs, Danielle, when I walk my dogs, I never carry a gun. Right before the stimulus happened and the economy was in shambles and people were firing people left and right and it was very ugly. Remember, there was a moment in May, it was very scary. I walk my dogs with a gun in my hand when I'm walking around. I walked in with my hand. I hear what I you're saying. I had my gun right then. I was, and when I was sleeping, I was ready. If somebody comes to my house, I'm ready. The reason why the I The country's there, more ready now. If, if we didn't do the stimulus, forget about the riots and protesting. America would have been in shambles. We would have had civil war taking place. And so, what's our national debt going to be if we continue every six months when, to put a $3 when, trillion dollar Band-Aid on this if, and don't create jobs? If you corner me as a leader, if you corner me as a leader, if you corner me as a leader and you, you have control over the media, I don't. If you tell everybody everyone's dying, I can't control that. He if has you, more control over the, the media through have, his does, Twitter no, he channel. Does Zero he, does oh, he, he has no. control over his he own does, social media account. What, that's what it. can he tell to Cuomo? There's Newsmax, there's Fox, Fox, there's the other one that O'Reilly's on. He, he, here's a guy that's from California. They, they average about 200 viewers. Here, here's a guy from California. Here's a guy that's living in California. I, my plan was to go back to California. I told everybody, what did I say? I'm going right afterwards. I said, I'm going to California. We're going to build the headquarters of ITM in California or Greenwich. These are two places we're looking at. We're going to go to New York. The moment I saw how Newsom handled California, I said, there's no way I'm going to California. Trump cannot do nothing to Newsom. Even Trump cannot say, open Disneyland with some real you know, comprehensive way to make it safe for everybody. Test them. Do anything. I, I make you no excuses for Newsom because he jobs. already has the, the the Florida blueprint that shows how they can reopen Disney. So what does he Why do? he had that proof in hand yeah, it's, and it's, still keeps people out of it's jobs? Political. I I think I think they fully played a card. And one thing that I one thing that I said, and I sit there and I'm, I'm like, since why is this guy doing a stimulus? Every time I went back to him doing a stimulus, if he doesn't do the stimulus. You know, we're sitting right here, windows, all this stuff. If he didn't do the stimulus, you would have seen the craziest things happen the next 60 days. You can't tell me as an American human being, you cannot go to work and I'm not sending you money. It would have been civil war at the highest level. You would have seen the darkest right. things all we right. haven't seen for a while. I have to ask you a question then. If Trump loses during his lame duck, does he extend the CDC protection for risk moratoriums, for, for rental moratoriums, rental eviction moratoriums? Or does he let all hell he, break he, loose? He wins. Or does he let all, no, no, no. I said if he loses, yeah. is he going to extend the rental eviction moratorium until Congress reconvenes and they can pass stimulus and prevent millions of American families with families? These are not individuals. These are, these are single moms you know with kids from being evicted. You know what he's going to do. You know what he's going to do. Because of his personality. He's going to let the whole ship yeah. burn what with the What do you think he's going to do? He's going to burn it down. Okay, I don't disagree. I, I'm not sitting here saying, oh, he's, he's not going to do it. He's going to say, yeah, okay. But then Democrats are going to come and they're going to give it to him the next, you know, in, in February. You, can't, you cannot unwind a, a, yeah. an eviction. You so, can't do it. No, I, I get, I get what you're saying. That's why people are armed to the teeth. Yeah, but that, there's a different reason why he would be doing that. It's a different reason why. But if, you move, if you make this move and you make this move and I'm getting cornered, if you corner me, I'm sorry. I don't know. If you corner any human being in a Anybody. situation like this, it doesn't matter who well, it why is. Why is he getting cornered if he loses the election legitimately? No, that's a different conversation. What I'm talking about. That's what she about, asked, though, no? And I agree with yeah, her. Yeah, okay. I just told her. Well, but he would, would burn the ship down because he I, lost. No, he wouldn't burn the ship down. He just would say that the renting, we're not, co we're not covering. I, I, I don't think he would burn the ship down. No. 
I don't think he would burn the ship down. But yeah, he's all I'm saying to you guys, guys, we cannot. It, it, and, and oh, I'll, none again, of this is right. There's no morality about this. 48% of landlords in America are small business owners. Yeah. They're getting hosed. Yeah. They're not covered at all. And in California, it's even worse. Oh, it's worse. It's worse. But here's the thing, Adam. Look, I, I want, want to ask you a question, Rick. Go, go ahead. I want to go back to what you yeah. said. You said uh, this leak in this leak. I heard, I heard about it one time. Bro, you forget that Trump was n never a Republican. You're talking about a guy that just ran with the Republican Party. The man is the one that funded Jesse Jackson's campaign twice as an African American uh, uh, presidential campaign. This guy's a this guy's a note to support the Democrats. So if he comes into the Republican Party and he and, and, and people don't support him, well, no shit. He was never been a Republican. He's these are not his friends. These are not people that he ran with. Same thing with uh with uh with uh, reason why uh Bernie Sanders didn't make it for. He's a socialist. A lot of people, Democrat socialism. A lot of Democrats are like, nah, we're cool, bro. Trump Trump and in in uh in, uh, in uh, um um Sanders fall in the same category. Sanders is a socialist. Trump is not a Republican, was not a Republican. So to say well, We he agree there. Well, he didn't have support from the Republicans. <laughs> well, no shit. The guy's only been a Republican for three years and ten months. Of course he's not going to have the support from the Republicans. I mean, it, it, it's not like he's a lifelong Republican. Right, he's an opportunist. Who are you responding to? to that your first, that I agree said, too. What about, you the said the project? about the Lincoln Project? About the Lincoln yeah, well, Project. Well, his, his support around, uh, amongst Republicans is ridiculously high, 90% so, uh, approval rate. I get that, bro. Among, but among group, there's some groups that simply don't want outsiders. And it's very well could be that this Lincoln group is it. Some people just don't want outsiders, period. And by the way, in the Democrat Party happened with, with Sanders. There was a lot, of, a, a lot of Democrats that I talked to, the conservative Democrats, are like, bro, we're not supporting Sanders, period. Well, look what Hillary did in 2016 with her own Democratic National Boom. Committee. So, so, so that's on both sides. Sanders had a lot of Democrats that were not his supporters because he's an outsider. The guy's not a Democrat. He's a socialist. It's that simple. So I don't really put too much weight on these Lincoln guys that turned and say, don't vote for Trump. Well, no shit, he's not part of your party and you just don't want to play ball. He's, 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 he's a very difficult guy for insiders that have been on the inside for 20 years to let him be the leader. We're like, wait no. a minute, we've got so control. Guys like yeah. that don't do well. When I, when I went into the insurance business mm -hmm. and all of a sudden I started shaking it up, the insiders never liked me for a long time until I won him over. It took me a long time to win these guys. I was like, wait, you're not part the of the inside. What are you talking about? You're not one of us. Most of these guys are like my father, you know, I'm legacy and all this other stuff. He's not a legacy, guys. I'm just coming in. Right. Here's what I'm going to be on. Those are the most hated types of Plus you, had to make, you made them work harder. Most difficult hated types of because you got to wake everybody up. You want to get a new guy? I've been able to kick it. I've been golfing. I've been relaxing. Who the hell are you coming making us work? No, I don't like this guy. I don't like this guy. So you're saying those people would rather vote for the Democrat oh, rather people than like, people like, someone no, in the Republican Party? It's not rather. It's because it, at that point, it's not about Republican Democrat. It's about the community. It's about the fraternity of politicians. It's about who we are. We all understand each other. And it's not all these other. We all understand what things we do behind closed doors, wink, wink type of stuff. No, it's, it's not as black and white as we all think it is. No. There's some gray area here. Anyways, listen, at the end of the day, we don't get to choose. We only got five votes here. Okay, and, and the five votes. And we got and five we're, people and, yeah. and we're in Texas, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's in California. Texas They're in California. Close. I have a question. And he's in Florida. I have a question yeah. for Texas. Texas is not a foregone yeah. conclusion, I have to ask my Texas question. Texas is not a foregone no, First Texas time. First time since 76? What, what's up, Adam? I can't believe that. You live in California. I do. You pay the, arguably one of the I highest do. taxes of anyone in the country. I do. Why are you still living in California? 
As far as what, my, as yeah, far as, why are you still living in California? Okay, so, you're you're so, getting fucked tax wise. Yeah. Yes, one hundred percent. So I got two reasons. Yeah, I got two reasons. Reason number one, and by the way, that's not. I'm, like, I'm going to give you my reason number one. Five minutes, guys. Yeah. This is uh, the last topic we'll hit. Okay. The, uh, reason number one, I'm not going to give you. It's not even my strongest point, but uh, all my family is there. But okay. that won't hold me there. Num- right now, number two is for business. We're building right now. We have yeah. different offices. There's a conversation I had with Patrick. We were get, yeah. we wanted to move. Pat says, reinforce your California your California area first, which we're, that's what we're going to do. He's mm-hmm. my business coach as well. Hey, we're gonna reinforce uh, the your California. Once you do X, Y, and Z, just like he did. He says, when, when I was going to leave California, I left California. I did X, Y, and Z. So he created a game plan for himself. He gave us a blueprint. That's what we're going to do. As soon as that happens, we're out of Cali, bro. So wow. you're thinking about moving for No, I'm sure. not thinking about it. It's Easy. going to happen. It's just a matter of time. Texas. Texas. Texas is America. Texas is America. Texas is America. Texas and is if America. we want it to be, we could, we could be our own country. <laughs> 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 that's, 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 that's the ultimate we have natural resources, huge ports, yes. border with Mexico. Yes. We are the largest exporting state yes. in the nation. Thank yes. you, California. As a matter of fact, when Obama ran for president, he won. There was 25,000 petitions signed so Texas can become its independent state. How is this state up for grabs right now? I don't get it. How is a lot of people move here from other states. You're just not going to get it. Well, California no, no. no. He's, 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 he's making a point on that. California moves here. Some of it is Austin's getting very powerful, okay. and Austin's a, Austin's not Texas. Right. Austin's not at all Texas, and there's a big part of Houston that's not Texas. And sadly enough, yeah. because of how the coronavirus has been handled, it has hit mothers, women in the workforce, yeah. and minorities the hardest. So, in, in that sense... Well, and then coupled with the fact that the kids can't go to school and they have to deal with those hardships. Of, that's what I'm talking about. That, that's yeah. why mothers have disproportionately yeah. had to drop out of the workforce. And by the way, a lot of older people who were 100% supporting Trump in 2016, and up until about six months ago, were all on the Trump, on the Trump train. They're seeing this whole ridiculousness with the mask and don't wear the mask. They're in their 70s, their 80s, their 90s. Believe me, they're reconsidering their vote. I don't Trust me that. on that. They're reinforcing it. Here we go. These okay. are older people who do not like oh the way that Trump gosh. is handling you corona. You should have had a shot today. You should have had a shot at tequila or two today. <laughs> By the way, let me tell you something. And I'm gonna end should with he this. have said that it was a blessing? Sorry, wait, yes. I'm sorry, Pat. Well, you're paying I'm, high taxes hold on, in I'm going to end with this right here real quick. Yeah. In the middle of this happening, mm-hmm. I receive a text message. My mom's godfather, which is my uncle, which is my grandma's brother. Remember I posted a picture with the charros? When my uncle, my cousins are, are horse riding? Their grandfather, which is like my grandfather, just died. From coronavirus. As soon as I get back to Cali, I'm going straight to Modesto. Well, I'm sorry. It, it, thank you. But what I'm getting at is this. The oh, oh, it's the overall. Like talking to your buddy for the CNC. C- no, no, bro. I'm not gonna sacrifice. Though my uncle, since I was a baby, he died because of corona right now. Still doesn't sway me. Because this country needs a leader not to be, it's okay. No, we need leaders. And I just lost one of my closest people to me right now. No. Patriots need leaders. We don't need to be soft enough to put a pillow on our ass when we fall. It's that simple. It's that simple. That's what it comes down to. What a way to finish the podcast, folks. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Press the thumbs up. Subscribe. Plus, click on the notification button. And when's the next time we're doing a podcast? Daniel, are you you going to be with us day after election? Day after election. Day after election, Daniel's going to come back. Are we doing the night of election? Election night. Election night, but we're going to go to 2, 3 o'clock. That's going to be like a (laughs) six-hour type of deal that we're going to have. We'll definitely be having shots of (laughs) the That's okay. Oh, you're going to be shots. I think we're doing the podcast on Tuesday.
That's what Mario told me. So I think that's I, the next oh, one. Oh, we are doing it this Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we are doing it this Tuesday. So we will put it up. You'll see it. But having said that, gang, had a really good time with everybody here. Good stuff. Thanks, we can Beth. still have fun and leave. Have a good night, everybody. Vote, good night, everybody. Good night, vote, good night. vote, vote, vote.